Hey everybody, it's your host Kayla, and today I'm going to be talking about Syria and its connection with global issues. Our guests today include Dr. Julia Zamora, an associate for development and outreach at the Human Rights Watch based in New York. Dr. Zamora, thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. I'll also be speaking to Dr. Emery Richelier, who is the chair of the Department of National Security and Strategy at the U.S. Army War College. Dr. Richelier, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And finally, we'll be talking with Dr. Benedict Sanabria, who is a research associate at the Innovations for Poverty startup based in Washington, D.C. All right, let's get started. Syria has been in a civil war since March of 2011. Dr. Rochelle, can you tell us how and why that started? The Syrian civil war started in March of 2011 during the Arab Spring movement when pro-democracy demonstrations erupted in the southern city of Dura. According to BBC News, when the Syrian government led by Bashar al-Assad used deadly force to crush dissent, protests demanding the president's resignation erupted nationwide. What is Arab Spring and what do you mean by deadly force? Basically, it was a series of anti-government protests, uprising and that have spread across much of the Arab world. Of course, Syria, but also in Tunisia, Morocco, Libya, and others. It started in December of 2010 and ended in December of 2012. And as an example of deadly force, Mr. Assad used the secret torture prisons to crush the dissent. This sounds like a very dangerous conflict, so I'll direct my next question to you, Dr. Zamora. Have any human rights been violated during the war? Yes, there have been many human rights violations, such as extrajudicial killings, torture, bombing of civilian areas, including schools, and it's difficult that types of incidents. The Syrian government has infamously killed chemical weapons, used chemical weapons, attacks spread around the globe as outrage. Wow, global outrage? I'm going to go back to Dr. Rochelle Ye, our conflict expert, when I ask if any other countries have gotten involved. Yes, Syria has many allies. For example, Iran. Iran has always been a close strategic ally for Syria. Some other allies of Syria are also the U.S., Russia, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and other nearby regions. Interesting. I want to talk about our next topic, economics, with our poverty expert, Dr. Sanabria. Dr. Sanabria, how has the civil war affected economics in Syria? Is the country dealing with much poverty? There has been a great increase in poverty since the civil war started. Before the civil war, many sectors of the economy were successful, such as agriculture, transport, and tourism. But today, the majority of Syria lives in poverty. According to the Borgen Project, over 80% of people in Syria live in poverty, and 55% of the active population is unemployed. People in Syria are making less than $1 a day now due to this ongoing conflict and many of the previously state-funded institutions, such as education and health, are disrupted. People have not enough money for their families and are also struggling with the ongoing conflict. That's a scary unemployment rate. Do you think that any human rights violations have been caused by this extreme poverty? Yes, many Syrian children have had to participate in child labor, which is obviously a violation of human rights for the children. According to the Borgen Project, children must often engage in child labor or marriage, or join the fighting to help their family survive. Children should be in school and learning instead of working jobs and fighting in Syria. 
but many schools have been destroyed. Moving on to the economy as a whole, I noticed you said that the economy in Syria was fairly successful before the war. What exactly has changed and how? Yes, as I said before the war, the Syrian economy was doing fairly well with annual GDP growth averaging 5% and GDP per capita of $2,835. Agriculture was and still is one of the biggest factors of the economy, making up 19% of the Syrian economy and it employed 26% of the active population back in 2011. The state largely controlled the oil industry and was crucial for funding the government. However, the energy industry has had a major fall according to the International Monetary Fund. As crude oil production dropped from 386,000 barrels per day to only 9,000 barrels per day from 2010 to 2014, leaving a major funding source for the government extremely dry. The manufacturing and utility industries, which made up 27.9% of the GDP in 2010, have likely seen similar declines as the infrastructure for transportation have been destroyed and supply chains that provided fuel and raw materials have been disrupted, likely as a cause of the civil war. It doesn't sound like a great place for business. Are businesses still struggling onward in Syria or are they leaving to find better opportunities? Unfortunately, many businesses in Syria packed up and moved, especially to Turkey, where according to the International Monetary Fund, Syrians accounted for 26% of new businesses registered in 2014. Also, the mineral sector in Syria, which exported $4.7 billion in 2011, dropped to almost zero in 2015. We've mostly been talking about basic numbers, but this is a major war. Have any businesses actually been destroyed? Yes, there has been a lot of damage. According to the Global Risk Insights, as of 2017, 7% of the housing stock was destroyed, 20% of the housing stock was partially damaged, 5.6 million people fled Syria, and another 6 million are internally displaced. In the agricultural realm, the UN has estimated that there is a $3.2 billion in damage to infrastructure. A UN study also noted that many households in Syria lack access to supplies such as seeds and fertilizer, and the livestock ownership has plummeted. A massive difference between now and before the civil war has caused grave consequences for the economy and the people in Syria. It is difficult to estimate the total cost of damages as Syria is highly restricted. But overall, the conflict was estimated to have caused total losses in GDP of $226 billion as of 2017. It is going to be a very difficult and time-consuming task to rebuild the Syrian economy after this conflict. A big thank you to the guests on the show for telling us a little bit more about the civil war in Syria. Thank you for listening.